Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm watching Bristol last week. He ended up being the big winner. and You had early trouble, and you still found a way to win. Of course, he finds a way to win everything. Kyle Busch joining us on the show. Driver of the number 18, M&M's Toyota Camry. For Joe Gibbs Racing, of course, it says everything here. Interstate battery, Skittles, Snickers, Pedigree. I run out of time. Kyle, thanks for joining us on the show. Well, I appreciate that. I don't have to do my sponsor mentions. It seems like you got them all hit out of the park for me. <laughs> well, I had them all down there. You're one of the most popular drivers out there. And, uh, you know, it, it's it's come the hard way. You're still, you're still, to me, a younger guy. But you've been in NASCAR for quite a while. Again, you went on Sunday. How much has changed in the sport for you since when you first started? Oh, man, a ton has changed. It's been crazy with uh, the evolution of the cars, evolution of safety, evolution of drivers, and and just where the sport has come to today. And, um, you know, obviously it's uh, – I think it's in the same, sp- same place as it was years years ago. It's just, uh, you know, fans that kind of gravitated to NASCAR back in the 90s and found their favorite driver be – Rusty Wallace, Dale Jarrett, Jeff Gordon, um, Dale Earnhardt, you know, Tony Stewart and and Dale Earnhardt Jr., those guys, um, you know, it just kind of seems like they've not necessarily been able to find a new driver to like or a new driver to follow. And, um, you know, we've, we've, we've kind of struggled a little bit in the fan base. But uh, I'll tell you what, the last two years with uh, some Chase Elliott, some Ryan Blaney, some things like that, um, you know, guys, people are coming back, and it's been cool to see. I want to talk to you a little bit more about that coming up in a bit, but I want to ask you about you personally. You know, I, I ask you how much has changed. You're a champion now. You know, you won it in 2015, something you've been going after like crazy. Uh, for you as a driver, how much changes after you win a championship? Uh, I would say there's a bit of change, you know. Um, when you are a contender or a participant, I guess, even before that, you know, that's just kind of who you are. But then once you're able to kind of break through and finally be a champion, you know, you have a different uh, stature in the sport and you've got a different responsibility as well, too. So it's pretty cool. Uh, I enjoy it, of course, you know, being able to, to, to win races all the time. That's that's part of what it's all about, being a champion. And winning championships is what it's all about as well, too, in the grand scheme of things. And Obviously, I'd love to have more, and, and we've been in the Final Four, uh, man, four years in a row, and uh, I've only won it once, you know, so it just shows you how tough that final race can be uh, where there's other guys that you're going up against that are that are just as good as you are. Kyle Busch joining us on the show, driver of the number 18, M&Ms and everything, Toyota Camry for Joe Gibbs Racing. Can you take me through Bristol? Because I wasn't wrong, was I? Because when I first tuned in, I was watching you and I was watching baseball on Sunday. You had an accident at the beginning, and you were still able to come through and get the win on Sunday. Am I wrong? No, you're right. Yeah, we, we got caught up in a mishap early on. There was a guy that got um, kind of forced up the track and into the wall off of turn two uh, on lap two, and it, it kind of bunched up the field a little bit, and there was an accordion effect, and I was kind of the guy that got spit out of the, cor- of the accordion. Uh, I got hit from behind and spun. 
no fault of the guy behind me, uh, Ricky Stenhouse, just, uh, you know, just racing. And then, um, you know, a couple cars came through and missed me. And then another guy came through and hit me and we had a little bit of damage, but we had to, to fix that and kind of repair our car a little bit. But then after that, we, uh, we were pretty good, you know, still, we had a fast race car. We were a good top four, top five guy. And, uh, all you can do is try to run up front, put yourself in the right position. And when the time comes, you know, they had, Late race caution, there were pit stops, we stayed out, we ended up winning the race, so it kind of fell in our hands. What's just racing, and what is maybe a little bit more when you're certainly at a place like Bristol or Martinsville? Yeah, I mean, guys that just deliberately run into the back of you for no apparent reason, or guys that run into the side of you or push you up the racetrack and stuff like that. I mean, that's that's just, um, you know, I mean, that's, that's also a part of racing, but you know that when it's a little rougher or a little dirtier or whatever that, um, you know, you're going to keep that in the back of your mind for whoever done that to you. And, and you're going to repay the favor later on down the road. How long are you willing to keep something like that in the back of your mind? Forever. (laughs) Kyle Bush joining us on this show. Uh, what do you think when, when analysts and when fans compare you to Dale Earnhardt? I mean, it's, it's flattering, obviously. Um, you know, he's, he's one of the top dogs of our sport, one of the top guys that built our sport to what it is today. Him, Richard Petty, Jeff Gordon, Jimmy Johnson. I mean, uh, Kaylee Yarbrough, David Pearson, you name it. There's, there's a ton, a ton of Hall of Famers, Daryl Waltrip, for instance, that, that have built our sport to what it is today. And, um, you know, being compared to any of those guys is, is, uh, is really cool. And, and obviously Dale Earnhardt kind of being the intimidator and being one of the best guys many have ever seen drive a race car and uh you know it feels good to be to be in that same uh ballpark of that of those guys but do you feel any different because you mentioned the young guys now and when we make that comparison you you mentioned a bunch of names that really weren't just names but were also personalities and, and what really drove a terrible pun but really moved nascar into the 21st century and made it as popular as what it was and you mentioned some of the young guys, and some of the young guys seem to be a little bit camera shy, but you've always, w- whether fans have thought you were right, thought you were wrong, you've always been one of the guys who were willing to speak your mind and let the let the personality show. Does anybody ask you about that, that young drivers ever ask you about that? Um, you know, actually, I don't, I don't think they have. I think they're just kind of, um, I don't know if it's just slow underneath the radar or just kind of do your own deal and... and focus about yourself and not really about anybody else, which I, I tend to try to think that I do as well. But, um, you know, many of those guys are more reserved and uh, less outspoken uh, compared to myself. But, um, you know, I guess not that you don't have any consequences because there certainly are some consequences sometimes, but it's just kind of like, hey, if you believe in something and you know of something and you want to talk about something, then you just spit it out there. But when you're at the very top, especially like when you do the bow after you win, Things like that. Like, you know people watch that, and whether it's good or bad, you know they're still talking about it, which is always still good for NASCAR, isn't it? <laughs> I hear you. You know, I don't know how a bow can be a bad thing, but, um, <laughs> you know, for me, I I was never able to do a backflip, so uh, I'll leave that to the others. <laughs> Kyle Bush with us on the show. So you're an owner. Uh, you basically, how often do you race a week? Well, I mean, with the Cup Series schedule, we, we race 38 times out of the year. You know, we've got 40 yeah. weekends straight, basically, that our schedule goes. We've got two off weeks in there. Um, so we'll race 38 times between those 40 weeks. And then, um, let's see, the 
I run in the truck series five times. I run in the Xfinity series seven times. I have got a super late model team also that I run with about four or five times. And so, you know, with, with all, all those races, you're looking around 50, 55 times a year. I mean, this is, I know Kenny Schrader was always known for racing five, six days a week sometimes. I mean, you keep a very hectic schedule. What do you like outside of racing? What are hobbies for you? Um, yeah, I mean, so some hobbies for me. I love RC cars. I've been an RC car kid since my early, early days. I might have been five, six, seven years old when I got my first one. But, um, you know, working, waiting a couple more years before I get my son kind of into that. He's, he's asking about it a little bit, but uh, not every day. So I don't think he's ready yet, quite yet. Um, but, you know, I also enjoy going out to the sand dunes, uh, playing with some four-wheelers and some sand cars and side-by-sides, things like that. And uh, having time with my family, that's, that's a big deal as well. So that's kind of a, I wouldn't call it a hobby, but that's something that you do in your spare time is just be able to have family time. What separates you from your brother? What's different about you? I don't know. You know, we're both very fiery, competitive people. Um, I guess one thing that I kind of notice is, um, you know, he's, he's more okay with having extracurricular activities and and doing different things and being more uh, cultured, let's call it. He'll travel over to Europe and go through Paris and go look at history and and spend time with his wife and, you know, go down to Florida and just kind of veg out for a few days or whatever, where me, man, I'm, I'm all about racing. I live, breathe, think, sleep, all racing. And so uh, my son, he's, he's into it a lot now, and um, I own the race team, Kyle Busch Motorsports, and, of course, uh, drive you know, the Cup Series stuff. I watch videos during the week. I study notes during the week, all that sort of stuff. So I think that, um, you know, I'm just more passionate about it and, and more into it maybe than um, than Kurt. Kyle Bush with us on the show, 2015 Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series champion joining us here this afternoon on CBS Sports Radio. Kyle, when we talk about NASCAR and the future of NASCAR, you know, Bristol was a disheartening thing. Uh, with some of the fan interaction on Sunday. Uh, the, the ratings are still the same than they were last year. We're always looking to grow them. What would you do to grow NASCAR's fan base right now? You know, that's that's tough. I, I don't know. I, the problem with it is I think that there's a lot of our 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 older crowd, let's call it, and the fact of the matter is they're older, mm-hmm. um, they're kind of aging out, and they don't necessarily want to go to the races as much anymore. They don't want to go spend the weekends at the track and have to spend thousands of dollars for campsites and groceries and food and, um, you know, then the, the, I guess, the aggravation sometimes of traffic. I mean, traffic's really not that bad, so I don't know what, what, what the complaint would be exactly there, but... Um, you know, past that, just the the older generations, we haven't quite been able to connect with the younger generations. You know, I would say they're the 40, 50-year-old men and women, couples that brought their children, you know, to the races years ago. The, the children found it, okay, cool, that was fun, seen it, done it, then they're not going back type thing, you know. And, um, I, again, I, I don't know exactly how to fix that, how to change that. I think it's just the changing of the times and kind of what people are interested in now and as you look at it, um, you know, the circus went out of business because they weren't appealing anymore. It was the same old stuff. So we've kind of got to figure out what to do to, to appeal to the younger generations and, um, and get them to come kind of check it out, whether it's more 
um, more parties or more um, music or, you know, the, the event and the allure of having activities at the race to then be able to check out a cool race and watch race cars go fast, I think that's where it's at. Kyle Busch with us on the show. What would you change right now if you could change anything about NASCAR? I think the biggest thing is just, you know, like I was just talking about, is being able to get people there. And so to me, being able to get people there just means showing them a better time. And some of these racetracks are trying to show people a better time, but they're not necessarily really pushing, um, you know, being able to go out to colleges or being able to go out and recruit. Um, you know, we've gotten, <laughs> for instance, we've got the Monster Girls, right? Our sport's sponsored by Monster Energy. we got the Monster Girls. Send them out and have them be our recruits and, and get guys and girls and, and tell them about the parties that are going to be at the racetrack and give them some free tickets or some free passes to the parties and get them to get to the racetrack. Maybe they'll buy a ticket to get into the grandstands and go check out the race, stuff like that. So it's just um, kind of a part part of what uh, what I think could be done. Can you tell me more about the Bundle of Joy Fund that you and uh, your wife sponsor? Absolutely. So, um, you know, the... The Bundle of Joy Fund has kind of evolved and um, has become what our foundation drive is. And so people can go to thebundleofjoyfund.org in order to check it out and donate and learn about uh, the process of infertility. And so Samantha and myself had to go through IVF in order to conceive uh, our son Brexton. And now we help other families within the Charlotte area that go to the REACH Clinic. We raise money and, and give to them grants. Um, we've done over 30, 39 families. We've gotten 19 babies born. We've wow. given over half a million dollars. So it's been in four years. It's been, uh, it's been pretty fun. It's been a great experience and, um, you know, very, very warming to, uh, to what we're, we're all about. 19 already. Yep, 19 babies in four years. Oh, that's amazing. That is absolutely amazing. More info, everybody find that out. The can- uh, Kyle and Samantha Bush, Bundle of Joy Fund. All right, I'm going to finish it up with this. I always ask, what question did you want me to ask you that I that you didn't get a chance to answer? <laughs> um, man, I don't know. I'd say, um, you know, just about, um, you know, of the races coming up, what which one are you most excited about? So I guess I'd go with uh, this weekend. I'm always excited about the next one. And so uh, we go to Richmond, and Richmond is actually a really, really good place for me. I've won there multiple times. I think it's actually the track that I have my best average finish at. So uh, I tend to run well at Richmond, and uh, it's going to be this Saturday night, April 13th. It's going to be on Fox, and it's gonna, coverage starts at 7.30. So I want to make sure everybody tunes in and, and, and watches and gets ready for an awesome Saturday night action. Sit back, relax, uh, grab a cold beverage for the couch, and maybe some snacks and M&Ms. Definitely go well in that uh, in that regard, and check it out. It's always fun, and I'll tell everybody from a personal standpoint, it's always fun because you get to see the rotors light up as you go into the turns as the race goes on. Kyle, we thank you so much for the time. Continued success, good luck, and hope you chase down a championship this year, friend. Right on. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. 
Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.